Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. This is the final podcast before the game, Daniel. We are here. It's Friday. Game's tomorrow. Oh I am my. as nervous as one person could possibly be. Like I am. Yeah. Yeah. That, that fettuccine Alfredo, I just say, was a terrible choice. Wrong call, Daniel. I don't know why, why you're eating day before it's, day it's, before you empty that thing out because I get, you don't want anything no, to be I get, there to go in I'm the a, buckets i'm a nervous eater clint i can't help yeah. it i get <laughs> i eat when i get nervous you said fettuccine alfredo and i was i was blown away that that was your your nervous go-to mm. that's that's news to me well it is a cheese-based pasta sauce you know how i feel uh, about white cheese i if it's, i do know how you if feel it's about white that. and it's cheese you just slather it on whatever it is. What are those? What are those tortilla chips? Yep. What are those noodles? Yep. What you those, got there? Are those what? kids goldfish crackers? I don't care. Oh god, that sounds delicious. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, if you haven't noticed by now, Daniel and I do not take ourselves very seriously. We talk about nonsense on this podcast because we're two fans, not experts, not professionals by any stretch of the imagination when it comes to. <clears throat> analysis, but we are professionals when it comes to being Georgia fans, Daniel. That is correct. Um, though I wish I got paid more for being a Georgia fan. It's <laughs> it's one of the things that I'm best at, and yet not making not making a ton of money for it. So it's a, nope. not necessarily a marketable skill necessarily. But we are here five days a week. Uh, we're glad you're here. Um, if you're a Georgia fan that just likes normal fan conversation, this is the podcast for you. If you're looking for something different, uh, may I direct you elsewhere? I don't know. Like it's it's fine. We would love to have you um, stay and listen. Just want you to know what you're getting yourself into. Uh, we're not recruiting gurus or whatnot. We just talk about fan stuff, like Clint said, and we do it every day, Monday through Friday. Today is Friday. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it is. It is. I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe it's Saturday morning, right now when you're listening to this. Um, and and you are just pacing. You are just doing laps around your house. Cannot cannot sit still. Um, uh, but we're glad you're here. You can subscribe to that podcast. Would be fantastic. Just hit that little subscribe button. It helps us out a ton. Uh, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Um, tell somebody about the podcast. Uh, all those things help us out a tremendous amount. Spread the word to uh, keep the show going. We appreciate you and listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Many of you email us all the time, and we enjoy hearing from you. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We you can always reach out to us there. We don't read tweets like in the timeline, nope. but if nope. uh, if you tweet at us, then we will uh, we will definitely see it, and we will uh, more you than likely notify us that you're there. More than likely, get back to you. Um, dep- unless your name's Trevor, uh, at which point, Trevor. which point we probably won't. I, um, I talked to Trevor. You realize if we win this game. We're going to be like, it's going to really put our theory to the test of whether or not it is, in fact, Trevor Lawrence that left that negative <laughs> review for us uh, on the, that's, that's on the podcast. Because we'll, we'll be matched up in a dream matchup for Trevor. Like, where, where, where it could, what if, Clint? <laughs> now, oh, gosh. Here now, we go. Now, hear me out. <laughs> what if we win this game against LSU? Okay. We 
we will be matched up against Clemson. That's the scenario that everybody believes. Uh huh. We're matched up against Clemson. What if in that game, <laughs> Richard LeCount literally <laughs> knocks Trevor Lawrence's head off? <laughs> I I there think the internet will no break. More, I think I was just gonna say there could be no more poetic end. We would just we would literally that would be the, the final episode of the podcast. We'd we just might be done after yeah. That. We That's would it. just have to sign off. We'd just sell these microphones and like that would be that be it. That that would be it. Um, okay, oh, but gosh, I digress. That'd be too good, uh, Clint. Today we're gonna play some Would You Rather's. It's our tradition on Friday. Uh-huh. Ask ourselves uh, some questions, some of which are serious, some of which are less serious, um, uh, and talk about the game that way. So, Clint, uh, I'm going to let you tee us off. Where do you want to go first? Uh, Daniel, much has been made um, this year or this week, I should say, uh, about offensive production and who we're going to stop. And uh, DeAndre Swift's injury... Uh, which, by the way, no fact or fiction or would you rather was around, will be around, injury to players from here on out. So let the so record that's show. That's off the table. Let the record show. Not playing that. However, uh, a lot has been made about our old boy Halari, is I think how you that how you actually ble- pronounce his last it's name. More, it's, it's, it's more guttural. It's Halari. Oh. Halari. Clyde Edwards Halari. Halari. By the way, if, if you're a recruit and no one pronounces your last name correctly, congratulations. You've earned yourself a scholarship at LSU. That's just where you go to go you, to play football. Might as well slap an X on the end of that thing. Why not? Sure, why not? Why not? Uh, so Clyde, old Clyde, has been touted as one of the best running backs in the SEC. The best running back we will face. Daniel, I ask you, fact or fiction, old Clyde is the second best running back in the SEC. Well, we know who the first best is. Uh, I would hope so. Um, uh, so, let me hit you right up front with a fiction, and then we'll move on from there. Thank okay? you. Okay, this is fiction, and it's fiction. I, uh, so let me let me let me run through the list. Okay, okay. here's the list: DeAndre Swift, one; mm-hmm. Najee Harris from Alabama, two. Correct. Large gap. <laughs> Continued pause. <laughs> keep scrolling. This is like one of those things we're, where we're you just keep like, dot. It's dot, like one of those times on, on when somebody sends you like on Twitter where uh-huh. before you just kept scrolling and it was like and then it's always a stick figure. It's always a stick figure building a house at the bottom. Correct. Like that's what it is. Correct. Only this time it's Clyde Edwards Hilaire as the third best running back, I guess, in the SEC. I don't know. Is he the third best? Sure. Maybe. I, maybe. I don't know. I all I know is this. He's nowhere in the class. Best cannot be described on him. If you want to tell me he's the third most productive according to rushing yards sure i mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. if you want to tell me that he's shown some good bursts at times sure i'm not i'm not fighting that but don't put best and running back next to his name there's one and then there's a possible second honorable mention within that category of best running backs in the sec and that's it the the list ends after that correct it's not um now listen am i nervous about him on Saturday 
That's a different question. The answer to that question is also no. No, I'm not. This run defense is very good. This this run defense is it's very good. We've seen better. Um we've seen better backs. That is that is possibly accurate. Um uh, all right, Clint, here's here's my factor fiction for you. Um uh, factor fiction. George's offense will come within 150 yards of LSU's offense on Saturday. Georgia will have 150 yards or less, fewer total yards of offense than LSU on Saturday. And I'm basing those numbers not off of just some random nonsense that I made up. I'm basing them off of uh, season-long stats. LSU... Uh, averages 556.1 yards per game. Uh, Georgia averages 408.8 yards per game, approximately 150 yards less every single game. So, on Saturday, Clint, when they compare the total yards, not the points, when they compare the total yards, Mm -hmm. will we be within 150 of LSU? Yes, Yes, we quick, will. Quick yes. Yes, we will. Fact. That is a stone cold fact, Daniel. I am on record and I'm still touting it and I will continue to tout it until proven otherwise, which this game. Th- now, look, if there's if th- we don't call plays that we haven't called all year this game, like we're somehow saving it for the college football playoff that we won't be a part of or the the, the sugar bowl or whatever, then look, I just this is you're right. Stupid. I'm still in the minority on this podcast, or I guess it's not minority. There's two of us. Um, this is exactly I bet, half. I bet I, we I bet have Asher. not. We have not interviewed executive producer, producer intern, audio engineer uh, Michael to see what he thinks. But 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 Michael, I would I'd fairly say Michael's in your camp. If we had to guess, that I've said we're we have a. We have plays that we haven't called all year in preparation for instances just like this to catch defensive off defenses off guard. I think we keep up with with that. We get we are closer than 150 yards to their offense. Yes, fact. All right. Well, let the record show. Clint thinks we're going to outgain them. Uh, <laughs> That was not said. I think, you know what, Daniel? We, we talked before we got on the podcast about how games like this never go according to what everybody thinks. Like, you, all the prognosticators get out there and talk for days, and then the game shows up, and nothing actually happens to what they said. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has the feeling of a type of game that's just like a Rocky Balboa movie at the end of it, where at the end you're just like, screw strategy. How about, can we just throw right hooks at each other until one of us falls? That's, that's kind of how this game feels like you know what it has the feeling to me of clint it has the feeling to me the closer that we get to it the longer we go it has the feeling to me like somebody might turn the ball over three times in this game and Mm -hmm. and and now all of a sudden you're looking at a totally different situation than we had been looking at before um uh, all right we'll be right back to talk about more factor fictions Right after this. Daniel, you got some more fact or fiction for us. You got uh, another question you want to pose my way? I do. Um, uh, But first, let me say this. 
And okay. I almost mentioned this on yesterday's show. If you were listening to yesterday's show, Clint brought up um, uh, the uh, – you made a point about the disparity between what happens when you you pick a game one way or you have a feeling uh-huh. about a game one way and I have a feeling about a game another way. When you feel optimistic and I feel pessimistic about Georgia's chances to win. And what, and what did you say history, at least in the last few years, has borne out in those types of situations? In those situations where I'm talking Daniel off the ledge, uh, I'm beyond optimistic. He's beyond uh, pessimistic, uh, thinking we're going to lose. We wind up winning those games historically. Justin, this is this is now anecdotal. This is subjective. Daniel and I fandom. What I, I'm just telling you has happened in the narrative. We wind up winning those games. Now, Clint, okay. I didn't mention. I didn't say this on yesterday's podcast, but. It could be said, if one were looking to read between the lines, as I know you often do, if one if one were looking to get out his tinfoil hat and um, get weird, like put some thumbtacks and some colored str- colored yarn, <laughs> like Look, onto stop, the wall. Stop looking! Stop looking in my closet, okay, man. Uh, it it could be argued. That, what if I knew that already, Clint? And what if I, what if this whole week has just been a just slow been, burn? You've just been sandbagging me? Just been week? a slow play? No, I'm not, because in fact, Clint, I do think we're going to lose this game. Okay. But do I want you to be right about what happens when I think we're going to lose the game? Well, that doesn't matter, because... I'm a man of integrity. I'm just telling you what I think. There's certainly not any greater conspiracy thing going on here than just simply the fact that I think we're going to lose the game. So just let the record show that I, do, in fact, do not have a tinfoil hat. And I do think we're going to lose this game. But if if we do win the game, you can thank me later, dog fans. Right. <laughs> like you can, okay. I, I you see can, what you're doing there. Yeah. You can. Uh, make your checks out to Daniel, not Clint. Yeah. When you're, no, yeah. When you, thanks when for you're thanks for us. this partnership, this this team mentality with the podcast, Clint, Daniel. Here, here is my next. Um, here's my next factor fiction for you. Okay. Uh, factor fiction. DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm going back to Clyde Edwards-Helaire here. DeAndre Swift will outgain Clyde Edwards-Helaire in this game. fact see i think that's fiction i think georgia will outrush lsu in this game but i think clyde edwards alaire gets so many carries for lsu he gets so many carries they he they gets, play so many plays so many attempts well but and they don't they don't roll in backs the way that we do no no they don't follow-up factor fiction related to running backs james cook will have two times as many touches as Zamir White on Saturday. See, I was gonna I was gonna hit you with a follow up concerning our boy James. Uh this is this is rather funny. Uh I think that is a stone cold fact 
You're touches. in. That, You're in you, on you the said touches. I, I'm on the James Cook. Look, somebody else mentioned the other day they put uh, uh, a, a video of James Cook running around and saying his feet don't seem like they're touching the ground. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Uh, what? I've heard something like that before. You've heard something like that before on this podcast, King Boo. Okay? King Boo? We've, we've talked Back about in that. action. Back in action. Just right? frigging so, ghost on skates. That's Ghost on skates is what I call James Cook. I don't know. I don't know how he's levitating like that. I really I, have no idea. I don't know what uh, Ghost on skates means still to this day, but I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite thing. Um, uh, Clint, how many times this year have we anticipated more carries, more activity for James Cook? I'm just. Uh, I don't mean to be that guy, but like week. we've, it feels we've like, been banging this drum for a long time. And and how many times has he actually gotten more touches, more carries? Well, I think the total touches in a game was something like four was his all-time high this yeah. year. So, yeah. Um, I hope you're right. Man, I hope you're right. Uh, but mm. um, how many touches do you think over under, over under 12 touches for DeAndre Swift this game? Over? Okay. By eight or more. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so you're not concerned with the injury? You're not concerned with no, anything like that? No, okay. I'm not concerned with the injury. Tape that arm on. I don't care. <laughs> Clint, the ball ain't, ain't heavy. That heavy. Uh, Follow-up uh, factor fiction. Uh, Mr. Swift. Mm-hmm has already told DeAndre that if he sits out, if he's injured this game, he's not welcome at Christmas dinner. He he just he just looked at him in the eye and said, my son's not injured in this game. <laughs> You'll have to decide what, if who that's that you is. or not, who that is, because I'm not. Um, uh, fact or fiction involving the running backs, follow-up to the follow-up, follow-up. Follow up. <laughs> We're just, fiction. This is this is the the flash round of follow it up is. to fact or fiction. Fact or fiction. Someone will have a thirty plus yard carry in this game. Oh fact. Oh fact. Forty. Fact. Fifty. Fact. What? Someone is someone. Fact is going to take one fifty in this game. Yep. Fact. Um I'll say this right now. I believe that you're right. Mm-hmm. I agree with all those things. Mm-hmm. I think Clyde Edwards Alaire will have a thirty plus yard carry in this game. At least one. And I think DeAndre Swift will have a fifty burger in this game. He gonna hit one, one of those feet landing. And if there was ever a game, our offensive line, and hey, by the way, wide receivers block downfield, for the love of all that is good, block downfield. Do, just do one thing. Okay, Tyler, Tyler, just get in the game. Don't catch. If you don't catch a single, whatever, just block for him downfield. He's gonna break one. It's gonna be, it's gonna be there, Daniel. Hmm. Um, I need it. All right, I need it. I, oh, we all need it. Georgia needs it. Jake Fromm needs it. Kirby Smart needs it. We all need it, Daniel. All right, we're coming back right after this with more Fact or Fiction. Daniel, you got a couple more Fact or Fiction for us? All right, Fact or Fiction. Clint, 
Our defense. I feel like we, feel like we exhausted all of them in the previous segment. We just nope, we, no, we, we got broke. We're moving oh, we to the more. defensive okay. side of the ball. Here we go. Our defense, Clint, is going to give up the most points that we have given up all year in this game. This has been a uh, a bit of a debated subject between us over the through it the has. course of the week. It so has been. let us talk about it now. Uh, I have been on record saying they will not score more than 30, but I did give out my prediction. They're going to score more than 20, which, by the way, for the casual fan who hasn't been watching, uh, if I said to you that the team is going to give up 20, and that would be the largest amount of points given up all year. How, how would is that, that sound to you, Dan? How is that real life, Clint? <laughs> I'm telling you, up to this point, people, just listen to me when I when I say this. Okay, we lost South Carolina. We gave up 20 points. Okay, that that's the marker right there. So more than 20, more than that is insane. The next closest score that was to that was 17. That happened against Florida, Notre Dame, Murray State, which, hey, things get kooky in the fourth quarter of those kind of games. And then Auburn 14. Okay, this is that that's nuts. That's bananas, Daniel. So. It, it is, is fact. It is fact we'll be giving up the most points we've given up all year. 23, 24, 25 points. Somewhere in there is is what I'm thinking. All right. Um, I I agree, obviously. We are going to give up Clearly. more than 20 points. We are going to give up Clearly. more than 30 points. Uh, um, no. Clint, right. um, uh, do you have any more fact or fictions? I have a, I have a, I have a game that we, can, that we can finish our time out with, if you don't. Well, uh, well, I think this is the easiest fact or fiction in the entire world, so I'm not even going to do it because I, you've now intrigued me. You've enticed me with a game, Daniel. All right. Um, uh, all right, Clint. Here's, the, here's how the game will work. One of us is going to give out a, um, a statistic in the game. Okay. And then the other one of us is going to give out a number. And then the one of us that gave the statistic is going to have to go over or under that number. So we will start with me and you will see how the game goes. Okay. Sacks Georgia sacks against Joe Burrow in this game. 4. Push to over. Mm. I think 4 to 5. I think 4 is a decent number, but but I would lean the over. I would lean the over because I do think Look, it's going to be a close game. Uh, yeah. and, and, if, I, and if you don't think that Kirby and Dan Lanning have not separated hips, knowing that they have to be completely in sync this game for us to stand a chance, uh, you're you're fooling yourself. Dan, they, Dan Lanning and Kirby, bring in something. They got a plan. Okay. Uh-huh. Those freshmen ain't freshmen no more. Nope. No. We don't have freshmen on this defense anymore. All right. Hit me with a, hit me with a uh, statistical category, Clint, and I'll give you a number. Receiving touchdowns for Georgia. Three and a half. Under. 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 Under three and a half. Yes. Yes, uh, I think. Uh, I, I, I just think that we'll want to control the game a little bit more. Uh, I think we're going to want to slow it down. Um, See, I'd go... I'd go over because again, I'm predicting more of a shootout in this game, and I think I think the offense is going to need to score. I think, I mean, we will run it surely, 
But yeah. I also think we're going to hit some big plays. So so I would yeah, go over I, three and a half receiving okay. touchdowns. Okay. Okay. How about um, how about pass breakups for the secondary? Batted balls, Ooh. deflections that lead to incompletions. By the way, they're going to have lots of opportunities for that. A lot uh, of opportunities, but not something that you see very much against LSU when you watch LSU games. They they no. get guys more wide open than I've ever seen before. Ever. I mean, them in Alabama. It just seems like every play they have receivers that are wide. Just open. streaking down the seam. Like, yeah. just arm up in the air trying to get somebody's attention yeah you know um I, okay number is number is five i think it's i think it's over i think oh. it's over okay i think i think this game i think the one thing we haven't talked about in this game and and Bear with me while I get while I start to sound mildly optimistic. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that we haven't <laughs> talked about in this game is that the one thing that has hurt Georgia this year is what, Clint? The one aspect of the passing game that has consistently just destroyed Georgia game after game after game this year is what? It's surely been... It's surely been shifty, speedy, wide receivers on the outside. Oh, oh no, that's that hasn't oh, no. been the case. Okay, no. Okay, it's, it's surely it's, been the tight end down the middle of the freaking secondary. Just mountain of a man running wide open down the middle of the field. Now look, that is not Joe Brady's game. Okay, Joe Brady forgot more about about what a tight end is than. Um, than most people. It, that's not what they're trying to do. I think I think our secondary is an advantage for us in this game. And I think we have a better secondary than Florida. I think we have a better secondary than Auburn. I think we have a better secondary than LSU's played this year. And I think our strengths in the secondary are in line with their strengths. And so I think more pass breakups. Now they're I think they're gonna get theirs, but I think more pass breakups. I think we're gonna play some we're gonna play some better covers than they're used to seeing. Oh, for sure. Daniel, our four our four starting slot outside DBs, not including safeties, uh they can run with anybody you throw out there. Okay. Like I'm not I'm not looking across at the wide receivers scared at all. Like that's not that's not what I'm worried about one bit in this game um this that was a that's a great game daniel you think well, that on the fly i not i did i mean i Look i do you. some i do some pre-production work Clint. <laughs> it'd be you nice know. if you invited yeah. me to the meetings nah well it's not it's me and me and michael me and michael get together <laughs> I, I knew it we, I knew we talk it. about some things <laughs> um, uh daniel right, what's, your, what's your final what's your final prediction Give me your final prediction, score prediction for this game. Final prediction, LSU 38, Georgia 35 in an absolute rip your heart out, 
mm-hmm. destroy you for the next six weeks type of game. Okay. That is my official prediction. Wow, 38-35. Uh, I, I won't be able to... Daniel, I won't be able to stand that. If that... I just... It's I just gonna can't. be tough. Yeah. Uh, you are twenty. You're what? Twenty. Twenty-five, twenty-three. Twenty-five, twenty-three. Twenty-five. Twenty-three. Um, twenty-five Look, I, points coming on six field goals and a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that. right. <laughs> sounds right. Rodrigo, just player that of the year. Sounds right. Uh, Look, give me. Yeah. I cannot wait for this game. I, I can't, just I can't I'm wait so, for it. I'm so excited. It's the best game of the year. SEC Championship is. game. It is the national championship to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we got a shot, Georgia fans. We're in it. We're in cool. it. Let's go. Uh, all right. Either way, no matter whose score prediction is right, uh, we will be back on Monday. And we will be back to talk about it. And... Um, uh, you will be back to listen to it, hopefully, unless unless you're still clutching a bucket somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> try Lowe's or Ace. If Home Depot has run out, try yeah. Lowe's or Ace. Get, yeah, get there quick. Even even sneaky sneaky option the like the Kroger mop section. Just grab you one of those. You know what I'm trying to say? Like that's also a, also the mop. You're gonna need that. As you well. may, you may want to snag that Swiffer while you're in there because things about to get. I hope you, I hope you have hardwoods. Like, go ahead and roll up that rug in the oh. family room because you're not gonna want that. Uh, all right, we will be back on Monday to talk to you all about it. Um, uh, until then, go dogs. Go dogs. See ya.